0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your
1: cycling performance? Yes.
0: I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan.
1: I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in.
2: What's up, guys? Oops, the podcast, our extra bonus edition that we've been doing since this quarantine shit. I'm Julio, joined as always by Francis.
0: Hi, hey, friends. Hi.
2: How you doing, dude? Um, and we have a special guest today. We have Mike Cannon with the fresh pink hair, my man.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I keep forgetting that I have this <laughs> until people are like, "Oh, so that was real." Yeah, Mike. <laughs> what, tell us about this. What? What was your? What were you thinking? Um, I was thinking that it was uh, day two of quarantine, and apparently, I don't deal well with uh, with you know tough times.
0: Your hair is the same color as the room you're in, and it makes me think that you're an old woman living in a poor neighborhood.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I just i i i think I've wanted to do this. I guess, and this is a perfect excuse too, because uh, you know I can't be booked on TV at the moment, so fuck it.
2: You yeah, totally. It's a great idea, actually. You
0: you went blonde first. Yeah. Was that just the, the halfway house to the pink?
1: Yes. Yeah, you got to do process. that. Yeah. yeah. I've, tried to, I've tried to dye my hair before because I figured gray is almost blonde, <laughs> so I didn't think I had to bleach anything. But uh, it turns out that doesn't do anything except kind of turn my hair normal. <laughs> oh, buddy boy. Okay, so,
0: so are you enjoying the color? Do you – why? You know, it's so dramatic.
1: Uh, I do enjoy it. I'm gonna go purple, I think, in like a week or two. I just, uh, I'm going full Dennis Rodman, dude, during quarantine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like a nerd's rope. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's also really helped me with my social media characters. It's freed me up to feel more, uh, more myself.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Good. Good. I saw that short film you did. That was funny, dude. That was great.
1: Oh, thank you, dude. Yeah, that was uh, that was the Homeless Pimp, same guy that shot my special.
0: Yeah, he's a good dude. Mike, right? Um,
1: yeah, one second. Hold on. Sorry.
0: <laughs> well, in the meantime,
2: Francis, it's your birthday.
0: It's my birthday, and guess what? That means it's Mike Cannon's birthday tomorrow. This is very exciting. He and I are birthday buddies. We had all these grand plans to be throwing back shots and smoking blunts together down in Skankfest, Houston. And there was a little bit of tension between us over whose birthday would get more shine. We didn't let on, (laughs) but that was definitely something that was was going to cause problems. Mike being more popular than me among that group of comedians, certainly I, I had some reservations about how that was going to play out. Um, And then luckily, we didn't even have to face that. So our, our friendship is preserved.
1: Yeah, happy birthday, buddy. I know I haven't even officially just said it. Sorry, I've been texting with my friend who's still throwing like 40-person parties in his building complex, and uh he has no reservations about this disease, thinks it's a complete joke. My sister has to give birth alone, and he's starting a huge argument about it, so that's why I'm... What's away. his name? <laughs> uh, Osama bin Laden? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, it's COVID bin Laden. <laughs> Dude, Sheikh Mohammed good- Abu Bakr? <laughs>
2: Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, i thought of a good quarantine drinking game dude talk to me and it's good for small groups too you make teams you make the social distancing team and you make the um what the fuck's the other oh and the the curve team and anytime either of those phrases is used on tv you have to drink
0: okay okay legs no well it's pretty binary <laughs> you could, you could it's come very up simple with and you'll you get fucked up, up because they say it every
2: terms. 10 seconds.
0: What? <laughs> you could come up with more terms to make it a little bit more complicated so that people have more fun watching the news.
2: All right. Well, what other term? Well, I'm trying to think of what other terms I've heard a bajillion times. There's obviously more. Uh, testing is another one.
0: Yeah. Respirator. Yeah. Uh, Respirator.
2: See? Corporate See?
0: bailout. Yeah, yeah bailout. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> no, How how sad is this? Um, not to flex. But I make... Just over the amount of money that uh to make me
1: eligible for a government check, oh buddy you got to write off more things. What are you thinking
0: can i can i can I widow it down like can i can I get myself down
1: into the green light territory i don 't know how that works I bet you probably could i can't, can I really make a quick comment though is I just kind of realize this we all have artwork behind us. Uh, and it all is pretty perfect for each of our personalities. Francis, you have a fucking beach bird behind your head. I've never seen anything fit a human more in my entire life. Uh, Emilio, you have a sweet pilgrim woman with a with a peach in her hand. You are a peach. Bro,
2: you also just called me Emilio, by the way. Did I? Yes.
1: Oh, I knew it was that. Is that sucks. For I'm no, sorry.
2: people who don't know this, I've known Mike for that over sucks. a decade. <laughs> Mike and I have been friends for over a decade.
1: That's yeah, yeah. Crazy. So, wow. Martino, you have a crazy <laughs> a maiden, and I just have like a heavy set nude woman with a boob. Yours is cool,
0: Mike. Um, it, Thank you. It's it, not mine. It fits, it, I can't get over the idea though that you 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 just strike me as someone that probably has like a lot of plastic bottles in your closet.
1: no that was me living alone dude now that I have a wife I am full-blown human being (laughs) but when I lived in Elmhurst Queens in 2008 fully single and like I had I would I didn't have drawers or dressers or anything like that I just stacked folded clothing and then right next to it was a pile of dirty clothing
0: oh boy that's gross yeah there was
1: no furniture it was all stacks (laughs)
0: stacks on stacks on stacks of old navy bullshit uh dude so (laughs) so furniture yeah mike you have a son and a wife yeah and fortunately you guys were well into that you know, triangle offense before this began, yeah, we had a seven uh,
1: months seven month head start yeah
0: so so tell us a little bit about what it's like to be you know quarantined with a a, a, a new baby basically
1: yeah I mean it's great well, we left the city. We, we escaped, uh, which was pretty big because we were, you know, we were in Brooklyn for a little while in our two-bedroom apartment. Very little, you know, options in terms of diversifying your day. Not to mention the blood gang that lives on my front stoop didn't necessarily take the coronavirus very seriously, so they were still congregating <laughs> in close quarters and passing blunts to one another by the time we left.
0: Yeah, well, they're always wearing bandanas anyway, so they kind of <laughs> had the mask already fixed. Yeah, they're, just, they're just
1: lifting the bandana smoking putting it down (laughs) passing it
0: (laughs) oh like saudi wives um that's great
1: that's great so so okay you are where are you now now i'm in rockland county in uh in my wife's uh mother and father well stepfather's house
2: and dude does part of you feel like i think we might have lost francis for a second um does part of you feel like um you're getting to spend more valuable time with your rapidly changing toddler
1: child that you wouldn't have gotten to otherwise in terms of like like now that my road is canceled yes but Our i mean evenings I'm, i guess I, he's asleep yeah, by guess, 7 right yeah he's asleep by 7 7:30 so i'm pretty uh i'm pretty available anyway i'm daytime dad for the most right. part so you know it's uh, so no yeah no no it's pretty pretty much the same <laughs> <laughs> how like do you
2: feel or all right like how do you because i i feel like comedians tend to have severe reactions to things in general and my my friends like that i've spoken to so far some of them are like extra panicked like more so than one might argue they should be and others aren't like how do you feel about all this
1: um i mean i'm definitely i i was panicked and now i'm so panicked i feel calm like where there's it's just hands up in the air there's nothing you can do about it like what the fuck you know, and and I'm lucky enough to have some money coming in from, like, Sound Exchange and the podcast. So I'm not, like, I'm not just bleeding money. I'm at least, you know, I'm, I'm sticking a plug on a little bit of it. But, you know, it's it's definitely panic-inducing because even with stand-up, which I'm sure you guys are the same, you know, it's more than just a job. We started this making no money. We actually started this paying money to perform. So right. this is, like, this is a big part of our lives and identity and who we almost it's like it's who I am it's how I you know it's how I feel whole so not doing stand-up on a nightly basis makes me feel a little like a spiritual amputee
2: right
0: oh that's really well said and you've always been very good at speaking um (laughs) I I I completely agree I feel as though uh you say not whole and for me it's uh I I feel unbalanced and as though um, like a very important part of my day is not being touched upon in the same way that I would feel if I didn't go to the gym now or whatever else. I just I'm I'm really lashing out at my girlfriend and at the little dog that she brought with her. I've started abusing the dog. Oh yeah, just, dude. Like fat shaming it and <laughs> complaining about its breathing a lot. Um, what kind of dog? It's a French bulldog, which in and of itself <laughs> is sort of an, an abomination of nature. Um, well, yeah,
1: it, it's, it's not of nature. It's genetically manipulated.
0: Exactly. It's a human mutant kind of the, all, the, all, dog, all those dogs are born via uh, cesarean and i don't think it's like a a welcomed cesarean i think they are um unconsensual cesarean sections so i i don't like it i don't like the dog uh i'm at my parents house now where we have two beautiful agile normal yellow labs and nice. they don't like they don't like the dog either mm-hmm. um and so i think at some point we're probably going to i'm going to like do something about it i'm probably make it
1: disappear yeah you should jack black and anchor man kick that dog right off a bridge that'd be
0: fun make a nice video (laughs) about it like an over under how far can i kick this dog type thing francis just (laughs) hating a
2: small dog seems it's such a funny thing to me (laughs) you just hate this poor thing that can barely walk it's waddling around it's just, put just the it in the breathing. It's,
0: it's got this horrible deviated septum all the time and it you know if it gets excited it's 10 times worse it's just oh, fucking hate it
2: <laughs> it sucks
0: dude so uh all right mike um Nothing much has changed, therefore, for you with with your family. Are you and your wife still getting along okay? I mean,
1: you guys. We have, we, you know, we have our our moments of tension because both of our livelihood requires congregation, <laughs> so it's uh it's a little stressful for both of us. She, you know, she's a fl- floral designer, so a lot of her weddings and big events have have been either pushed till you know God knows what, July or June or or even next year. So it's just like. Mm-hmm. It's trying to figure out how to uh, how to weather it and shift them some things around and all that stuff. So you know, with that comes some like real aggressive kind of like smiling fights because we both understand that uh, the stress is not the other person's problem, but it's you know everybody's human. We're bound to break.
0: <laughs> mm. Yes,
2: Francis. Are you guys adjust? Are you guys getting along better in Maine, or were you getting along better in Pennsylvania?
0: Better in Pennsylvania for sure. This has been a huge uh, step down for us in, in terms of, you know, our environment and, but also the, the tenor at which we interact. Um, I have a hard time talking to her unless I'm high. And uh, for me, it's just like, uh, there's, there's not enough space and, I don't want to be asked to do anything, uh, and I, I've, I've become probably pretty sexist, I would say, um, in all of this, which I never was. I was raised in a predominantly feminist household, very strong-willed mother, a sister that I admired quite a lot, and uh, taught to really respect women and, and treat them as equals, and I just don't really see it that way anymore. <laughs> Jesus, Dan. I'm kidding. I know most of our <laughs> listeners are women. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if I had totally devolved into becoming some sexist pig through all of this? That would be a nightmare. That would be uh, quite also a, yeah. A very,
1: yeah, but also a very natural reaction because in these situations we are the more physically dominant species. So the, yes. the women really have to take a back seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, are we not at Skankfest? we're not we were supposed to be
0: dude this is i will say this uh i'm very lucky that it's my 31st birthday which is such an insignificant number yeah reggie miller If this were my 30th birthday i'd really have a meltdown but as it is uh i i put some jam on my oatmeal today that was like sort of an indulgence that was oh. my, uh, you know, s- sparklers coming out with bottle service at my nightclub moment
1: tonight. Wait, have you um, been eating healthily this whole time? Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I always eat healthy. That bums me out, man. Have you uh, not I've,
2: been, Mike?
1: No, I mean, I'm, I'm like kind of riding the ship now, but the first, so I'm, I'm still not drinking, which is probably the toughest part of this entire process. How long? It, so it's almost been 16 months. But
0: fuck you too. Good Lord almighty.
1: Are you also
2: not? (laughs) No, I just started, I had drinks this weekend. Oh, okay. I just took a two month break and then I just wanted to have a healthier relationship with alcohol where I could just have two drinks and like be fine with that.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that exists with me. Like I love (laughs) alcohol. I love it. I love it. (laughs) But it just like, I also love it to the point where one I'm that one is too much. 10 is not enough. Kind of guy, right? right where I right, and that does not make me an effective of. father. I would assume. I've never, right. I've never tried it, but I can't imagine.
0: Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the stakes are a lot higher for Mike.
1: Uh, the timeline time
2: lines I, up with the conception of the child. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally it's little... the
2: exact amount of time since it's sixteen months. He's seven, seven months old, right?
1: He's he's eight months. So it's pretty I much. Know. I did have. I have. I had a, a one month or two month not head start. So I think by the time he was born, I wasn't drinking for like seven no I don't know but whatever it, it it just uh it definitely like I just stopped after a trip to New Orleans <laughs> that we all took <laughs> together because I was not gonna not drink in New Orleans my wife was you know barely pregnant so she didn't imbibe but uh I I got <laughs> hammered for the two of us
0: is your is your wife drinking Mike or is she not
1: a l- yeah a little bit like you know just a couple beers or whatever not like she's not doing rails and calling me a fag or anything <sighs> Oh, goodness me. Fuck you, Mike. Oh. oh, that would be so funny, right? If she's just like, come on, pussy. What's your problem? You're going to come over here and bang me? <laughs> Whoa.
2: Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. Francis, Um, do you smoke pot with your parents around, like on the periphery of your, because I know that you're in a house on their property, right?
0: Are you you talking about me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Because that's a great question for Mike, too. Um, I Okay, so my situation is is kind of funky. Um, Here's what happened. When we moved from New Jersey, which is where I was born, we moved up to Maine when I was like four years old. And we rented a house in Cumberland. And get this. Um, Maryland? Cumberland is the name of the town. Oh. Uh. Yeah, like almost like Cumberbund, but Cumberland. Because I've been uh,
1: to a Cumberland, Mar- Maryland. That's where Allegheny Community College was oh we, we played them in basketball it's where steve francis went to, coll- went yeah, to I was thinking college yeah it's
2: definitely one of those juco situations dude, right dude yeah.
1: we i played them two years in a row the first year they beat us by 52 the second year they beat us beat us by 64 <laughs> oh my, <dude>. oh <laughs> it was God. it was an ego shattering like i haven't experienced on any hallucinogen
0: dude dude i i i have lost sporting events by by margins like that and at halftime, all you're thinking about doing is finding ways to injure people on the other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you, it's so demoralizing and so not fun that you want to hurt people.
1: Yeah, well, the funniest, I think the funniest... This is actually one of the funniest moments in my sports life happened during that game. So I, I was like big on never being dunked on. If somebody tried to dunk on me, I would foul them like 90s Charles Oakley shit, like really (laughs) fucking put a beating on them. But this one play, it was a two-on-one, two-six-five dudes coming down on me. And for whatever reason, I either guessed or read the situation very quickly because I jumped the pass and the guy tried to dunk it. And I caught him on the way up and pinned the ball against the backboard. And the ref blew the whistle. And by the time – like the whole crowd – we were playing there. The whole crowd was like, "Like clean block. clean." Their, their team's audience was like, nope, like totally not a foul. The ref took the whistle out of his mouth and goes – no foul i didn't think he could do that (laughs) (laughs) it's a good moment (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) oh that's great so sorry go ahead cumberland no
0: well i i love i love remembering how good you are at
1: basketball because (laughs) not anymore buddy it's over
0: well but you're one of those people who would go out and casually shoot around and, and make like seven threes uh, you know, moving around and then finally miss one. And then the next, you know what I mean? Like you're that guy who
1: were, we'd all be like, oh,
0: this is, it's weird yeah, then, to watch <laughs> someone this good, you know? But then
1: f- put me in a full speed game and I'm like borderline useless. Cause my brain, had, my basketball brain has actually gotten better even with not playing it. But I watch so much hoops that like, I take what I learned in college and all the ski and reads and stuff like that. And I've grown, but now my physical abilities are zero. Yeah. <laughs> like like i played in that new york comedy festival basketball thing and i had a couple brief glimmers of like my old self where i was like i showed up hit some threes really looked good and then i had you know moments where i couldn't play for the special olympics hmm. you're pretty fit that's surprising to hear like you i just, you, you look like you're in good shape yeah i mean i can i can run up and down that's not a problem but having like issue? having the physical like you know, basketball is an everyday sport. You have to keep your handle sharp, your your shooting, right, all that right, stuff. Right. I still have the muscle memory from years of being beaten into me, but you know, it's still it like it takes a lot of takes a lot of work to shake off the rust.
2: Right, right.
0: dude. We we uh, w- I remember we we had this alumni game scrimmage the, like the Harvard lacrosse team would do every year, where it would be the first week of February, right before the season started or whatever, and the coach would invite a bunch of the, like, young alums, so people who had graduated in the last, like, two or three years, to come up and scrimmage the current team. And keep in mind, the team would be absolutely at the tip-top shape. You know, they've been prepping all offseason. They're running and they're gunning and they're in shape. And we would all be kind of, like, slapping on random arm pads and being like does anyone have a mouth guard and having a beer and then we'd go out in these ragtag uniforms and we would get run over by the current team because just the difference of like eight months of not having played versus where these kids were at was as if they were moving at a 4x speed based compared to what we were how we were moving and a lot right. of the guys on our like alumni team were were playing in the MLL, and they were they were still pretty good. But we just I don't know. Yeah, anyway. it's
2: crazy that that happens though, dude.
0: Yeah, you know? you're right. That that wasn't a story worth telling. So no, uh, dude, you,
2: you know, but you set, but you. It's true though. The generation. That's why it's stupid to compare generations because the next generation gets good because of how the current good generation is playing. They play to defeat that method. Right. You know what I mean. So it's yeah. stupid to compare, honestly.
0: Right. Every sport. yeah people always say like who's better you know bill walton or yeah. bill russell versus kareem Jack or, or whatever. It's LeBron, and it's like well who knows yeah all right so really quick we we moved from new jersey to maine when i was four and that first winter we arrived at this rental house we had in cumberland and for three straight weeks the average temperature was 20 below zero
1: Jesus Christ crazy it
0: was the coldest winter in a hundred years in Maine (laughs) (laughs) did you dog sled no we had dogs Uh, but we would we would it it started snowing at Halloween and it didn't stop we didn't see the ground until May 10th that sounds like Geneseo
1: yeah (laughs) where where I went to college what a nightmare where is that That's in, like, western upstate New York. It just sucks. It's a frozen hellscape for, like, you know, nine months a year. What is it near? Near Rochester.
2: Okay. Rochester's a fucking shithole.
1: Yeah, but not even close to the whipping winds of Maine. I can't even imagine that. 20 below for three weeks straight.
0: Yeah. And it's dark at 2 p.m., you know. Uh, Really? Yeah. How many suicides? not enough probably uh just not densely populated enough yeah yeah no but so we moved there and we rented that house for a year and then we we hate my we hated it so we built this we, we bought this land in freeport Maine, which um was it was being used as like a trash dump by the guy who owned it and it has all these ravines and it's 12 acres but my parents bought it for like $10,000. $10,000. And it's waterfront property. Wow. And uh, they... <laughs> you
1: we, mean ice we, front.
0: Yeah, right. We, we spent like five years cleaning up the ravines. I remember I had chores. I would, every, for every full glad bag of trash that I filled in the ravines, which was disgusting. It was all like disgusting stuff. My parents would give me like 50 cents. So those were my weekends. And we built this little tiny cottage it's really fucking small it's like 800 square feet or something and we lived in this for three years while they built the house that we would live in for the rest of my life and that so now we have like this little cottage which is where my girlfriend and I are staying like this is the the bedroom I'm in right now is the master bedroom I mean you can see I you you can't move around at all uh it's it's really nice though it's nice.
2: Just, do you smoke pot in there? Like how, what is the pot thing in relation to your parents being on the premises?
0: So they're they're like they're like 700 yards away across the ravine. So they don't know that I'm in here, you know, clam baking the
1: screened in porch.
2: Would they clam- would that bother them or no?
1: friends you're the best you're like a brand new pot guy i mean i am i am straight clam baking this shack it's
0: well that's what we called it mike that's what we we called it clam baking in maine instead of hot boxing because it was we wanted to add a little local flair right but his sense
2: but it's an introductory term is what he let me hit that
0: lobster roll
1: dude
2: (laughs) That sounds like I, blowing
1: your friend. Let me hit that lobster roll, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're a corn and I'm an Andouille sausage because this is a clam bake, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, so yeah, we would. Uh, we what was your question, G? Sorry. So, do you, would they be
2: upset if they knew that you were smoking pot regularly?
0: It 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 would probably be more like if they walked in on me jerking off. They'd be like, ah, oh, look, we know you do this, but can you not do it in front of us, you know, (laughs) that'd be their
1: reaction.
2: Mike, what about you? Are you, you, you're a pretty avid pot smoker, right?
1: Yeah. I'm, I openly smoke pot. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not really smoking during the day just because I feel like I have a lot of work to do and I'm just hanging with my, with my son. So I'm not, you know, I'm not really like just fucking baked out of my face. Just (laughs) be like, look at this miracle I (laughs) co-created. Yeah. That's enough of a high for me, you know? Yeah, good, good for you. Mike,
0: I always wondered about this, and and forgive me for using these terms, but do you ever look at your son as he becomes more cognizant and reactive to your facial expressions, and he's this, you know, self-aware being, growing, looking more like you? Do you ever look down at him and just think, wow, you started as a cream pie? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah yeah all the time i mean i think it, maybe ricky used to have that bit but you're basically you know you oh, kiss your son and you're kissing old cum yeah right.
0: oh that's good that's better yeah. i knew he would do it better he's a better comic uh no no
1: it was just uh it's just true it's just yeah. a fa- i mean you know it's a bit of eggs bit of tadpole and now it's a now it's a real solid human
0: it's a woman waddling to the bathroom clutching her vagina going oh no it's dripping everywhere <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god or plow pose like you know when they do that the shoulder stand to make it go in i've heard that's a wives tale that's not actually effective oh what is that like when you do a shoulder stand to make the semen
0: oh, seep
1: right, in right.
2: more effectively
1: yeah i don't mm. think that's anything
0: <laughs> yeah, it, well they they definitely do the thing where they like hold their their legs up as if they're trying
1: to light a fart on fire yeah my pa- you know what, I- what i'm talking about my yeah. parents told me, so they, w- they had, like, my sister before me, obviously, and uh, she's, the, she's the eldest, and then they really wanted a boy, so it just dawned on me recently what they had been telling me. They're like, yeah, we were thinking about, like, you know, different positions and, like, different kind of things that we could do to, like, help ensure that it, a, that it was a boy, and, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, different positions, like, maybe my mom held her knees to her chest after but then i was like oh no they just meant doggy style <laughs> they meant my 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 out my no rhythm father just buried my mother's face in a pillow and just hammered away at the at her backside until he lurched come into her butt <laughs>
2: <laughs> while well, she was prone right francis yeah. this is something yeah. i learned
1: prone. Yeah,
0: prone bone yeah mike prone Do you prone bone. Bone, or are you what's, a prone boner what's prone bone uh, it's where the, the female recipient uh, lies flat on the ground, and you just use her body as a, a fleshlight, basically.
1: Um, I'd be lying if I said I've never done that, but it's certainly not my favorite. I like a bit of pushback.
0: Okay, because, so like, you know, doggy style is elevated. It's, it's classy. Yeah. Uh, and, and prone bone, it's as if you just stumbled upon her corpse. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I'm gonna. That's too much. That might be too much. Clip it, Chris.
2: <laughs> wet noodle, banging a wet noodle, dude.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, look at that. What is that? Is that a body? huh, don't mind if I do. I guess the one saving grace is that she's still warm. <laughs>
2: that's that's the key dude
1: yeah yeah if she's cold like if she's if she just if she just got out of the pool or something and she's all all wet and freezing and you decide that she shouldn't move an inch then you got some goddamn issues
2: (laughs) oh god dude
1: (laughs) well it leads us to necrophilia of
0: course uh (laughs) (laughs) oh I wonder if there's going to be a surge in necrophilia from all of this, you know, with all the the bodies. Um, So anyway, Mike, it's uh, it's great to see you, dude. Uh, Julio, do you have anything else you wanted to cover?
2: Yes. um, (laughs) I was wondering if you guys, if there's anything that you miss, that you're surprised that you miss doing. Like obviously, we were going to miss doing stand up and stuff. But like, is there anything that you're like, fuck, I took that
1: for granted while I could do it? Riding the subway. Like I, I genuinely, I haven't listened to a single podcast since I've been since this whole thing has happened because all of my podcast listening is is transportation is in route in to spots to all that stuff and like now it's just not a part of my life. It sucks.
2: Yeah, dude.
0: Dude, I really miss dapping people up. <laughs> Especially black people. Like it didn't happen that often for me, but when it did, and I got it right, it was so validating. And uh, that, that thrill and that confusion of like, what's going to happen here? Um especially Derek Gaines. Like, Derek Gaines is a comedian. He would always throw something different at me. And so every day it was like kind of a Rubik's Cube of what what do I do with my hands? And now I don't see him. I don't see any of these people. I miss hugging people. What do you mean, you know? these people? Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> All
0: those people.
1: Uh, so. Good answer. Can I change my answer? I miss eating out my grandma, maybe the most. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ.
1: Right. Did cool? you say eating out scary. your
2: grandma?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a that was a big family bonding time where I just I would just taste prohibition. <laughs> oh
2: my god. Just pleasuring that, Nana.
1: A dry state, so to speak. <laughs> dude, just a <laughs> just a real just a real movable veg. Oh
2: my god, dude. That's great. This is like this is grandma
1: right here, dude. Yeah, that is, wow. I can't believe you have a painting of her after all these years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's crazy. What do you miss, G? She's a real generous gal, dude. That's yeah. why she's up here. Dude, <laughs> um, you know, I miss the spa, bro. The spa. I miss the spa. I miss going and getting a schwitz. Fucking not having, not being worried about anything. Like people were worried about germs with that kind of stuff before all this.
1: Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the well, spa is gonna are- be sitting nude on tiles or whatever like it, it can be a weird situation yeah but you you sit on towel right
2: well it depends i mean dude have you guys ever been to any of those korean spas in la no oh, no dude you guys would love it dude you really need to try sometime next time you're in la hit we spa man done That's the best
0: done. check that up the only, I, all right, that, I, I, this is the
2: was, only weird thing about it all right go ahead well we
0: i was about. being a little bit silly but i really do i really do miss uh just like interacting with other people you know not over facetime like having a real face-to-face conversation and talking to people that's one that's the thing i miss the most
2: it's fair dude it's a completely reasonable thing i miss it too
0: um well i was gonna say this about the korean spa in case you guys
2: go there's one weird element of it is that you are nude with children in the men's lock in the men's section there's like people um, but then there's like some very Korean people in that big group of people um, in and a Korean spa they they bring their little children with them right mm-hmm. so you know that's fine but if you're trying to like enter one of the jacuzzis like sometimes your penis will be in a little boy's face
1: oh no <laughs>
2: there's something like weird about that you're like excuse me buddy and like <laughs>
1: you just walk said, through the mist and hit some poor kid right in the forehead <laughs>
0: it's very possible thing yeah. can
1: happen so
0: gee how much do those things cost 25 bucks <laughs> dude uh you i usually pay so much more for that uh,
2: experience <laughs> oh my god well dude one time i was sitting in one of the baths by myself and this little boy just started pissing in it from outside of it and i was like looking around and nobody was fake i mean it was funny it's funny you know i got a is- chuckle out
1: of it but Unnerving as well.
2: Yeah, I was like, curb your dog, dude. Like, whose child is this?
1: Just pissing. Curb
2: your dog. Peeing into the pool. Crazy, bro.
1: But it's great. Good
2: schmitz, man. Keeps a man honest.
1: I feel you.
0: Hey, Mike, be well, my friend. Thanks for saying hi to us. We'll keep checking in on you. G, good to see you. Everybody, have a great weekend. This is Oops, the podcast.
1: Mike, do you have anything you want to tell us about? Uh, just, yeah, watch my special. I thank you guys for having me on when, uh, when that first came out, if you haven't checked it out, it's on youtube.com slash Mike Cannon comedy, uh, called Life Begins. I have a ton of stand-up clips all over YouTube, my podcast, Irish Goodbye podcast. Listen to that, help support. I have a limited run of t-shirts as well. Uh, that's, that's out right now. If you want to support, uh, it's in every link in my bio. It's a link tree thing. It's top, top option. Got some cool stuff. Got my album cover art and then another, uh, another design as well so please support
0: hell yeah all right thanks guys follow oops the podcast on instagram we'll see you next week bye everybody appreciate you